from our new location at 77 Grove Street, the former CVPS building. Now we've got the power. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Thank you for supporting your hometown newspaper. Here they are, Bob Fredette and Tom Haley. Play ball! Hello, this is Bob Fredette. Hello, this is Tom Haley. This is the Inside Pitch. And it is the fastest 15 minutes of the day. Here we are at the weekly Rutland Herald podcast. We're getting down to the end of it. Me and Tom Haley are talking. We're going to talk today a little bit about what we think is going to happen with the playoffs this weekend. First, though, the one thing you told me, and I thought, wow, what a, what a disturbing thing this is. Ted Ryan, who is will have like 54 years in at the Burlington Free Press as a full-timer, at a former Rutland Herald sports editor, and now a part-timer at the Free Press, will be finishing his last year in journalism this year, and what a loss that will be. We'll really miss Ted. Yep, one of the good guys, and um, he always tells a story. He came into the Herald one day, he was the assistant sports editor, and they said, you're the sports editor now. <laughs> Dave, Dave Morris had uh, just abruptly left, and... and he slid into the editor's chair and uh, been going ever since. And of course, uh, most readily associated by a ton of people for University of Vermont men's ice hockey. Yeah, and many and many other things over. He was he was. Oh, a pioneer, yeah, he did auto so racing. He did, he did all. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. He was he was very big on Rutland High School track and field too. Back way back in the in the glory in, days. In the glory days. Yeah. So then uh, then he became the sports editor. Dave Morris disappeared, and he was. Then he was found at a, at a Chinese restaurant in New York City by Albert John Morrow. That's right. Years later. So. That's right. Anyway, we just wanted to throw that out there. Ted, have a great last year. We're going to really miss you. And he's one of the guys who, was, who really set the bar high. And, and we all happily followed. And just a great guy, too. So yep. we'll really miss you, Ted. So uh, now we're going to talk a little bit about playoffs. Before we finish up, everything else here. Field hockey finals is coming up here. I just want to ask you this, Tom Haley, because those sque- those squeezing scores there, Bellows Falls used to be beating people by 15 to nothing. Now it's getting to be 3 to 1, 3 to 2. Can they get it done? I think so, because the important thing is when they were beating people 10 and 12 to nothing, you wondered how will they respond in a tight game? How will they respond in the pressure cooker? And the answer is, yeah, they won those games. They won the three to one and the three to two against uh, the Division One powers. So uh, I think they can get it done. And think about this: if they do get it done um, up in Burlington and win the state title, that will be consecutive state titles in all across the board in all three divisions, three, two, and one. Uh, how about that? Uh, yeah. You don't see that very often. I don't think that's been done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, somebody will come out of the woodwork and say, yeah, okay, well, the Bradford School back in 1912. Well, well you probably know this. The Bradford okay. the Bradford Academy Admirals. I'd... <laughs> Hello, this is Jason Behenna, Director of Athletic Marketing and Communications at Castleton University. And you're listening to the inside pitch. Just, now Oxbow, of course. I'm they should have stuck right. with the they should have stuck with the admirals. All the controversy <laughs> that the that the Olympian uh, mascot yeah, is right. causing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had a good thing going here. So I wouldn't have know I'd pull out the name Bradford out of the hat and you'd come up with something <laughs> like that. Jeez, my God, you ought to be in the back of a cereal box. Okay. All right. Uh, let's talk about the B, uh, the Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, and Four soccer. Okay. Today we have Burlington CVU, Essex St. J. Tom. What you like in those games here? I just think that uh, I don't know. It's hard to pick. 
Hard to pick against CVU. I don't have a great feel for D1 soccer because our teams uh, go out early. We did have some hope for Rutland. They had a, a decent year, but they got picked off uh, by a lower seed in BFA St. Albans. So not really tuned into D1. Um, but, uh, you know, it's always it's always a classic. So... Yep, okay, well, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say Burlington defeats CVU in an okay. upset and wins it all. Division two, I've got Lake Region at Harwood. Harwood's been a juggernaut all year long. How do you like them in Division two? I think I got to go Harwood. That was the state final last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be facing the, vic- the victor of today's U32 Woodstock. Uh, uh, semi Woodstock has got a good club. I like Harwood, though. I think they're 13-0-1. They've just really been having yeah. a great year. Yeah, you know? I would go with Harwood. Tough, tough defense here. How about Division Three? Buddy Hayford is still unbeaten at, T- at Twin Valley. You think he can get it done? I wonder. Nobody believes in him for having an undefeated record. Uh, um, I know Jamie Bigham never had him in his power rankings all season. Uh, I've had a few people stop me and ask me why. And the reason, of course, is uh, strength of schedule. But how good are they? Uh, The all-time victory leader among soccer coaches, Buddy Hayford, always puts a great team on the field. I don't know if they're the favorite, but I certainly give – Twin Valley a shot. I give him a shot too, but I'll tell you what, when we get down to the finals, having seen Stowe play in the finals the last yep. couple of years and how much they've got on that team and how much just, just that that's just a surging team. That program is Absolutely. so prosperous. Absolutely. I like Stowe over Twin Valley in the final, but I think I like it by like a one nothing game or a, or a penalty kick game. I, w- I would take the Raiders also. Um, and it seems like no matter how good a team th- there is down here and whether they're undefeated or they always are surprised by how good Stowe is. I go with Stowe. Yeah, Stowe, very, very athletic, very athletic team, boys and girls. Yep. Division four, and you're going to see this one today, Long Trail, West Rutland, and boys. I don't think Long Trail is going to have much of a you know, chance to beat West Rutland today, but uh, what do you think about that one? I would Bet the ranch on West Rutland. Bet the ranch on I know West Tim Rutland. Smith has got a few <laughs> skilled kids, and I know they're going to bring it, but I don't think that they can stop Eric Maxim and the Golden Horde. I think the Horde is a prohibitive favorite. Long Trail keeps it close for a while, just on uh, just on guts and intensity and all those things you usually get in a semifinal. But West Rutland and by more than a goal. Okay, I like Arlington winning at Rivendell today, and the reason is because they got the eye on the prize, and I, we all want to see West Rutland play Arlington in the finals because that is such a great rivalry here. So, what do you think about that? I have Arlington over Rivendell. Uh, my my uh, son-in-law traveled over to Orford, New Hampshire, the other day to watch the game with Proctor. He told he's seen West Rutland also. Um, I don't know if he's seen Arlington, but he, on the basis of what he's seen of all the teams, he thinks that uh, Arlington will prevail over Rivendell. So do I. Arlington, Arlington played a monster schedule. They've been really toughened up by a, a I think as hard a schedule as anyone has played in D3, and I like Arlington's chances a lot. This is the Inside Pitch. 
brought to you by the Rutland Herald. The Inside Pitch is now on Podbean. Get the app. This is Justin St. Louis from Devil's Bowl Speedway, and you can also find the Inside Pitch on iTunes. Okay. Well, okay. We're going to go right to, in, in girls, we're just going to go right. I want to hit, I want to hit one because South Burlington is CVU are playing today and that South Burlington team is going to be up against it. And I, I, I kind of like CVU to go all the way again here. I definitely like CVU to go all the way. Nobody's, uh, nobody's uh, beat them yet. Uh, very few teams have even scored on them. Uh, that I just think you've, the smart money has got to be, on CVU. Okay, let's go right to Division Four. Okay, you're going to see this game tomorrow. West Rutland Proctor. Uh, the other semifinal has Long Trail Arlington. You've seen an Arlington game against Proctor twice here, so uh, just kind of giving you how how do you lay out this uh, this scenario? Well, first of course Proctor would have to get by West Rutland. No easy task, as they found out. West Rutland and Proctor played to a one to one tie, but if both teams play their best. Uh, I have to like Proctor in that game, um, but by a goal, I think West Rutland Proctor game will be outstanding. I think Arlington also wins. That sets up Proctor Arlington for the final in BF, and they met twice, and neither game was that close. Uh, Proctor won at Arlington four to two. Could have been five to two. They missed a penalty kick, and then up here at College of St. Joseph, Arlington wins three to nothing. Um, a lot of it will depend on how healthy Proctor can get. But I see that game, even though the the first two have been by two goals and three goals, I see the next game by a goal and to be a classic. Okay. I just yeah. think it's going to be unbelievable and I really have no idea who's going to win. I like Proctor's chances if they are as healthy as they were down in Arlington in the first that's, game. That's a big that's a big if right there. Will, will yeah. they be healthy you know and I knew they had a little bit of a layoff during the playoffs and Chris Hughes like he said last week he was happy to get that because oh, yes. he really needed to get his kids healthy again. You yep. know? So uh, so a lot of it will depend on that. So, but anyway, hey, listen, that 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 doubleheader in Div- Division Four is at BF, BF, okay, and get there early. The brownies are big, they're good, they're cheap. You'll want to move to Westminster once you get a taste of those brownies. I promise you. Yeah. Okay. Now we're gonna go to football. All right. Here we get some big ones coming up this weekend. It's the Division One, Two, and Three semifinals, and in Division One we've got St. J. Rutland, Middlebury, and Mount Mansfield. And having seen Rutland all year long, I haven't seen St. Johnsbury, but I like this is a jump ball game. I would feel loath to pick either one of them. I, I won't be surprised how this game turns out either way. Not only that, and no disrespect to MMU or Middlebury, I think it's the final. I think this is the game, despite the fact that St. J is what, uh, number six seed? The six I, seed. I yeah. think this is the final. To me, uh, this, is a, this is a great game, and... Uh, this is one of those don't miss games. You'll, it's a good chance you'll be talking about this game 
for a long time. I think so. Well, boy, I tell you what, it's going to have some offensive stars in this game. Jake Cady is thrown for over 3,000 yards this year. Uh, Dakota Peters has run for a 1,200 for Rutland High School. Uh, Ryan Moore is capable of running the ball and passing the ball. And they got some playmakers. And I'll tell you what, Jacob Lorman has, has just emerged this past several weeks here. I mean, early in the season, he was getting the ball once in a while and really doing this jitterbug stuff. Can this kid move with the football? So, mm. uh, But it's going to be a big play game, I'm sure. It's going to be a, a couple of plays. That, and at the end, they're going to say, hey, they made one or two more plays than we did. And it's going to be exciting. I'll tell you what, uh, that's going to be a real good football game on Friday on, at uh, Rutland High School on Friday. The other game, I, you know, I'll tell you what, I, I don't know if I'm going out on a limb, Okay, picking Middlebury at Mount Mansfield. But I'm going to pick Middlebury at Mount Mansfield because they're gutty. They're on a roll since they got their head handed to them by Rutland. I think that game turned their season around. They have not been beaten since. And I think they have probably a little bit more of the postseason experience than the Cougars do. And and this time of year, that can come up big. And uh, I I like Middlebury particularly – if they get on top, actually, in, in this game, um, more so than in a lot of games, I think who can get out there and score first uh, might be a big factor. I think it is. It, it usually is it sets the tone for you. So turnovers and who really gets the momentum early makes a big, big difference in these games. Division two, Milton at Burn Burton. Bellows Falls at Fairhaven. That BF Fairhaven game was a bloodbath the last time they played. Uh, well, what, one point? One 17, point. 17, 16, 18, 17, something yeah. like that. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, we talked about this going on the air, and uh, I, can, I can see two scenarios here. I can see a classic coming right down to the wire with either team having a chance to win, or I can see Fairhaven opening up a, a – getting some separation and winning by three or even four touchdowns. I can't see BF winning big. And I think that's the Kaluti factor. I think that's what colors this game to me uh, is, is Fairhaven's explosiveness. But uh, the Purple Gang is known for its defense. And uh, I could see either one of those two scenarios uh, playing out. Athletic director Alec Jones expecting a huge crowd. Uh, if the soccer field's not too wet, she's talking about parking cars on there, but she doesn't want to ruin the field if it's wet, so it might be just uh, <laughs> every man for himself getting a parking space. <laughs> but uh, Come early. Yeah. If you've got to walk aways, yeah. this game might be worth it. This is Paul Copo, head basketball coach at Castlin University, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch. Yeah, I think so. I think that, I think this is a game, this is going to be a, a game where I, I don't think it's going to be a, a 17-16 game this time. I yeah. think it's going to be more like a 35-32 game, and because I think that it, at this point uh, everybody is tweaking what they do. Uh, Bell's Falls has run with great success. U32 ran with a lot of success against Fairhaven, so I think this is going to be one of those hey, outscore me kind of ball games here. Uh, I, in a pinch or whatever, if I have to pick, I'd say Fairhaven just because they're, they're the defending champions. They have been able to, to get it done, and, uh, you know, that's, and, and they don't want to lose at home. So, right. I, you know, I think that's going to be a, a great game, though, either way. I think, oh, yeah. I think, I think this is the game because Milton and Burn Burton, I don't see Milton standing up. No, nope. Burn Burton uh, puts a lock on that one early, uh, puts it out of reach. 
Okay, now Division Three: Windsor at Woodstock. Woodstock has been a monster all year long. They were the team last year that was a year away, and now they're showing it. They've got all the maturity. They've got all kinds of weapons and everything, and they still have the incentive of having lost in overtime to Windsor last year in the finals. That's the way I think that this game is going to go. Woodstock by oh, three touchdowns. I do too. Um, Pulteney and, and Windsor and a few other teams in D3 have had their moments, but Woodstock is a different animal. They're above everyone else in, in D3, and they win it by a few scores. I agree. Okay. BFA at Pulteney. Now, a different game. This is a close game during the season. Okay. Yep. No Levi Allen for Polney. Actually, he's going to be going in for surgery here pretty soon. He's going to miss the basketball season as well. But Polney seems to have righted itself as far as getting the offense going a little bit, you know, diversifying, giving some different looks. Um, I, I like Polney in a real close game in this one. I think it's going to be a good ball game, though. I like Polney. Uh, Fairfax, as you know, is is always big. I'll never forget that day they beat Otter Valley oh, boy. a few years ago, and yeah. you looked over there and you said, "Who is that, Hobart?" <laughs> uh, they were huge. Yeah. Uh, but uh, not as huge as Polney. Not as huge as Polney. I'm, go- I'm going with the Blue Devils. <laughs> I'm going with the Blue Devils, and I also agree, a close game. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If uh, this uh, having having seen this Polney team a few times, if BFA were to have like a, a few more foot soldiers, I might pick them because yeah. this is one of those games where I think you can wear down the opponent. When uh, when Fairhaven was at Polney, it was a good ball game, right? But Fairhaven wore them down. Yeah. So I, but I think with a with an even even playing field like they have this week, I think I like Polney. So um, we're going to come back next week. We'll be picking the finals. Okay. Right. Well, we have finals in field hockey, okay. just real quickly. Uh, uh, Burton's on a roll. They play in Mount Abe. I think that's going to be a great final in D2. And, of course, we already talked about BF trying to get the uh, the uh, multiple division uh, consecutive state titles done. I think they do it. I think they do it, but it's going to be hard. Their 12 to nothing games are over. They're in the fire now. But... I think they'll find a way to get it done. I, li- I like them too, but I think it, I think those are all. I th- you know, to tell you the truth, I think all these field hockey games are real good games. But uh, but I think that the marquee game is everyone's going to see it can can be. Uh, oh yes. Keep that. Well, what is that win streak? It's like a thousand games right now. I no, that's true. You know, so that's that's a. Really... And I think Mount Abe is in, is in for a surprise. I, I'm not saying Burton Burton's going to win, but I think a lot of people at Mount Abe uh, overhearing him talk. Uh, Thought that might have been the final against Otter Valley, but no. Uh, Burn Burton is legit, and 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 that's going to be a good. That's going to be a very good D two final. Yeah, I think it's going to be worth watching. Although to tell you the truth, having talked to one of the field hockey officials this morning, this official doesn't think the Burn Burton going to get it done. They think that like money, right? Money, right? It's really really good, you know. Yeah, and yeah. They're, they're tough. Yeah, they're, they're very tough. They're yeah. very tough. So. Anyway, so, okay, well, that is going to do it here for this week's edition. Uh, uh, you know, come on back next week. Go out and see some games this week so you can say, hey, those guys are idiots. And uh, <laughs> you're, they're saying that anyway, George? Oh, okay, all right, all right. All right. I, can, I, can live, I can live with that. Well, you know, what the heck I am. Not for Tom, but for me. Okay. Anyway, come on back next week and see us on the inside pitch and uh, go see some ball games this weekend. Thank you. This is the inside pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Let us know what you think. Email us at sports at rutlandherald.com.